Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
If your father, your grandfather, you heard him tell your daddy, teach your son not to play the harlot. I'm telling my sons, my daughters, and I'm telling you, don't play the harlot. Don't always think about partying and having a good time. Think about the reward that's been set up for you to inherit for the blessings. Where you have blessed them with the fruit of your lips and your actions. Father, we come this morning for no shape, form, or fashion. We come asking you to have mercy this morning upon the bereaved family. Father, we thank you this morning that you're keeping your people. We thank you this morning for your word is a life, a lamp unto our feet, our path is, amen, led by your light. And Father, forgive us of our, our sins. Forgive this nation. Look upon Israel, Lord, for you said that you will save Israel. Look upon us this morning, Lord. Look upon our friends, Lord. Look upon God, all the peoples around us this morning. You said you will reward us with our do just reward. Lord, we patiently come every morning, Father Lord, looking, waiting, and listening for you to speak through us. Speak through us this morning, Father. Bless those, Lord, that are going to the doctor today. Uh, Evangelist Neely, thank you that she has a good report. I thank you, Lord, that all sickness and diseases is gone from her body. I thank you, Lord, in the weapon formed against Norris Dixon, my uncle, shall prosper. I thank you, Father, Lord God, that even though, Father, look out for him, Lord. Give him longevity in life. And as we minister to him, Father, let him recognize and realize, touch his wife this morning, Lord, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Continue, Lord, to work in our neighborhoods, our home, family, and friends. Don't let us be doing no any old thing, Father. Don't let us be caught up. Father, draw us back to you with your perfect love. Take away every sin in our life. We we speak this morning, Father, Lord God, over sin, that sin will not have dominion over us, but we should live and not die and declare the fruitful works of God. Lord, this is our prayer. This is our prayer this morning to you, and you alone are worthy. We give you all the praise and glory right now in the most high, God. Selah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yes. To whom all praises and glory is due. Amen. Glory, glory, hallelujah. I only can speak what I feel in my spirit. Hallelujah. We're not doing it according to his plan this morning. We're doing any and everything. I'm I'm looking and I'm listening and I'm seeing that how that men and women of God are coming short. They are, uh, are running churches and all of the stuff they're doing. They're getting angry at one another. and They're doing any and everything the Word said not to do. But he told us how to live. He told us how to give. You know, our favorite scripture, which this thing is uh, instructed from, it's 1 Corinthians 13 chapter. You're nothing but a tinkling symbol. You're just something that's making a bunch of noise. If you don't have love. Now love, this word love is consists of four letters. But it leaves a great impact 
upon the giver and the receiver. And I'm so grateful this morning that I can see the growth, amen, and the people that are listening to this program because uh, the Lord has instructed me to give it just like it's read in the book. You know, if you say you hypocrite, you blind gods, it is what it is. But so many times people get angry when you go to speaking things like that's because that spirit of error that's living in that individual, hallelujah, don't want to hear that. You know, if I'm a blind guy, I'm, I'm here teaching a man uh, on this program, but I myself, I'm doing a man the things that I say not to do. The word of God said, don't you do that. Don't you sleep with another man's wife. Don't you do this. Don't you do that. And I'm the main one that is doing these type of things. Did I have a blind guy? I'm trying to get someone to follow, and I'm not following his his orders. It's time out for us to keep throwing stuff up to the Father and then crying out to him, Oh, Lord, no, we need to stop. We need to stop. The Father has a heart. You don't want nobody to break your heart. You don't want your child to leave from home and go out into the street and say, yeah, girl, let me whip out this and I'm going to put this on. Leave from home in decent clothes and get to school and go in the bathroom and put on clothes your parents don't want you wearing. I mean, it's time for us to be held accountable for what we do. We can't even raise our children because the stuff we do, the stuff we do ourselves, our poor children is watching us, and out of respect, they don't say, Mama, you do it too. They just say, Kill girl, I, my mama, she always, my daddy, she, he always. But I'm grateful this morning that none of my sons or daughters, yesterday I was recollecting, uh, and I was looking back over all my sons and daughters. I said, You've been good to me. All of my sons and my daughters are well. They may not all be walking in obedience, but because the Father, hallelujah, because I come every day and I stand in the gap for our children. I don't just stand here for my own, but I stand in the gap for all of the children, all of these children, hallelujah. And I'm grateful this morning that I know that prayer changes things. I know that <laughs> the Word of God this morning it is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. And if we would stay on the path where the light is shining at, hallelujah, you won't be entangled with this world and the world that fast. You won't get no, amen, HIV. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. I have books after books and years after years of reading um, how to destroy generational curses. I didn't need to read all them books. I just need to not do what my daddy did. The Holy Spirit spoke to me two weeks ago and said, just don't do what your forefathers done. Don't do what your mother's daddy done. Don't do what your 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 your, your mother's husband done. Stop doing all that stuff. You know, some people have their mother's ways, amen. Their mother's ways, their daddy ways, mean, arrogant, loving, and kind. Hallelujah. So we're here this morning. And we want to go back to these verses of Scripture over the book of Deuteronomy, the 13th chapter, when we're talking about 
the spirit of whoredom. The spirit of whoredom is rampant today, and I and, and I wish that the people of God would truly come and would listen to, Amen, the words that's being spoken by the Lord to me. We're talking about our whorish ways. A lot of people want to equate that with having sex, you know, say, hey, I, I ain't having sex with nobody. Oh, you may not be having sex with no one outside of your marriage or whatever, however. But when we disobey the Father and we do what we want to do, you still a whore. Yes, sir, brother, you still a whore. I, I ain't, no, 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 no. That's what our problem is. Our problem is, is that we refuse to obey the truth. We don't want to deal with truth this morning. We always want to just a lie. You can't just a lie, amen, a lie, justify a lie. A lie is going to be a lie when it's spoken. In the end, it's going to be a lie. You all forgive me. I'm stirring my coffee. But you got to be like that. You can't be. Uh, some people can't do nothing. They 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 can only do one thing at a time. We need to learn how to serve serve the Lord this morning. And how do we serve the Lord? We serve the Lord through serving one another. We need to stop finding fault in each other. That's one reason why you all don't come here and listen to Apostle Anderson. Y'all y'all get it. Y'all and some of some of you all is too early for you. I understand. I understand whether it's one or 100 of you of God's children that come here. I'm going to still be here because no man has brought me here. It was his power that brought me here. So we're talking about Sama. Get up. We're talking about the spirit of hoarding. And this spirit that has been released upon the earth. The spirit that has been released upon the earth is being talked about all through the Bible. He's talking to the children of Israel and I'm looking here. Mm -hmm. We'll go back over that tomorrow. But right now I'm going to talk about There's so much in the book of Judges. I'm going to have to go back over that. But I want to talk right now again from the book of Judges, the 19th and 22, always someone, always someone trying to get you to do things different. The Bible said there's a way that seemed right into a man, but the end of that way is destruction. Uh, it's easy to obey God this morning. It's easy to obey all we have to do is 
You have to want to. You have to want to obey. You know, uh, Satan always wants to use something. You know, it seems like the thing that the enemy is using that we ought to concede that that's that that's that's going to lead to destruction. It's going to lead right away to destruction. So we need to stop practicing it, stop using it, stop doing it, get away from it. Look with me this morning over into the book of Judges, 19th chapter. As they were enjoying themselves, suddenly, certain men of the city, perverted men, these men wasn't just no anyone. They had a lifestyle. And the Bible said that these men were perverted. Spoke to the master of the house, the old man, house, that we may know him. Let me see. They spoke to the old man in the house saying, bring out the man who came to your house that we may know him carnally. Now, this is not the same story of Sodom and Gomorrah. This talking about a Levite that had journeyed his way down to Gibeon. And there in that city, there in that city, he had gotten, he had befriended another man that was from the same city he was from. And the man told him to come in and to tarry here. And as they began to enjoy themselves, all of a sudden, certain men of the city wouldn't know any kind of men. See, if perversion was then in that time in dispensation, centuries ago, the perversion is even greater today. See, these men were not ashamed then, and they're not ashamed today. So that same spirit that was causing people to live different lifestyles is still today. Some of you all listening this morning, you are out of your lead, you're out of your line, you're out of your lane this morning. The Bible says in Revelation 18 to come out of her, come out of this lifestyle that you don't know nothing about here in America. These doctors don't have a problem with putting you on 15 different kinds of medicine and giving you all these different names of diseases. But Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, he said, I ain't going to put none of these diseases on. Look what he says right here. So anyone suffering from anything, you need to get up under this teaching and learn that you have to die. Look what he says here, Deuteronomy. He said, if you fully obey the Almighty Yah by keeping all the commandments I am giving you today, the Most High, 
your Elohim will exalt you above all the nations of the world. He's speaking to Israel. He's speaking to you. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Elohim, Yah. You'll be blessed in your town, in the country. You'll be blessed with many children and productive fields. You'll be blessed with fertile herds and flocks. You'll be blessed with baskets overflowing with fruit and with keening bowls filled with bread. You'll be blessed wherever you go, both in coming and going. Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in several. Uh huh. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouse and in all that thou sittest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Almighty Yah has given thee. The Elohim shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandment of the Almighty, thy Elohim, and walk in his ways, and all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of Yah, and they shall be afraid of thee. People are afraid of you. To an Israelite, to a police officer, look like incredible hug. Because they know that this people is a peculiar people, and this people they have been trying to destroy for centuries. That was in the book of Judges, uh, Judges 20 and 23. Then the children of Israel went up and wept before the Almighty until evening. And ask counsel. See, we don't even we we don't go weep and ask him what to do. Look what they did. Saying, "Shall I again draw near for battle against the children of my brother Benjamin?" Now you have to remember in the nineteenth chapter, these were people were Benjamites. There were Benjamites that came out and wanted to rape. The Levite that was from Israel, they all brothers. The Benjamites, that's one of the tribes, that's one of the tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, go up against him. So the children of Israel approached the children of Benjamin on the second day, and Benjamin went out against them for Gilbad on the second day and cut down the ground and killed them. 18,000 more of the children of Israel, and all these draw their sword than all the children of Israel. You see, so the Most High, these people, they knew that they couldn't do this on their own. So what did they do? They went 
and they wept before the Almighty, and they asked, what do we do? Seeing the time that we're living in, the straight way that we're in this morning, the problem, amen. Nobody, I don't, I don't see you preachers out there uh, preaching to these people that are killing up one another, raping and breaking in and doing all, but yet still you want to sit there, amen, in your padded pew situation, and you want to collect money from these peoples, hallelujah, and you want to tell these people, by and by, by and by nothing, you blind God, you hypocrite, there ain't no by and by. It's today, today, you see it, thank God you don't die. But some things die. Things fall upon our children today for our disobedience. Our children, they don't know they're not doing the right thing because for so long, they saw us do the wrong thing. Can we get it right this morning? Can we begin to look at the way that we've been living and realize and go ahead on and call it what it is? We, we, we're sitting against the Almighty, and we're acting, we're acting as if, as if uh, he don't see it. Oh, God, we'll forgive. Come on now. Let's stop all this foolishness. Surely he is a forgiving God. But do you think that he's going to forgive sin if we keep on practicing sin over and over and over again, doing the same thing over every day, amen, acting holy and sanctimonious, and there's nothing holy about us. If you were so holy, you would stop, amen, hopping from church to church. You are a church. The Bible said, you know, you're the foundation that he's building on this morning. You're the foundation. And you don't need to look for a building. You know, we, we, we need a building. No, 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 no. We need to get the people together first, get them to understand and become one mind. They need to become one mind. Come on, Shama. They need to become one mind. Same way I pull on Shama every day. Come on, Shama. Get back to doing what you do, Shama. Shama, if you're a preacher, you can't do nothing but preach. Come on, Shama. You know, I can't make her. I can make her. Get there, Shama, get them scriptures. But I'm not going to make her. Whosoever will, let him come. You see, these men, they came out. But it said here in the 23rd verse that the man of the master of the house went out to them and said to them, No, my brethren, remember, they were his brothers, they're Israelites. All of them Israelites. They don't care. I beg you, do not act so wickedly. Seeing this man has come into my house, do not commit this outrage. Look here. Look here. My virgin daughter. He's willing to give up his daughter. When the spirit of Horton is on you, this is how people's cross-dress. This is how they switch. This is how they go out. Say, so, well, I'm not having sex with no man. I'm not having sex with no woman. No, you're not, but you wear provocative clothes. So you're getting your amen feel. You're getting your Why are you putting all that stuff on that corpse when you need to be trying to get your body, amen, lined up according to the word of God so that you can be a blessing to somebody else. You can look like the Elohim. 
instead of looking like who you're not. Why all this disguising about? I mean, I can understand loose dick and a wig. I can, I can understand all that. But, you know, the Bible talks about it in Deuteronomy 28 chapter, how you to dress. Numbers 11 chapter, what you're supposed to eat. You have totally disobeyed the Elohim. Now, all these sickness and diseases has been spread upon the land. We brought it upon ourselves. And now we're going to a man that has the slightest idea what's wrong with you. Try this. Try that. Many of our people have died today because they gave them the wrong medication, because they did the wrong diagnostic. They diagnosed you with something that you didn't even have, and they treated that, and that was not in your body. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I am a physician. I'm a physician with the word. So there's a difference. It didn't say that John the Baptist was a doctor. It said he was a physician. So you look up the difference between physician and doctor. He is giving you every tool you need this morning to save your house. He begged them, don't be so wicked. And, you know, to, to, to do this foolishness. The man said, I got a virgin daughter, and uh, my brother has a cockabine. Let me let me bring them out now. So he said, I'm going to go in the house, and I'm going to get these two girls, and I'm going to bring them out. And it says, humble them and do with them as you please. He said, when I bring these girls out, get them to humble first. Don't just start trying to ravage them, but talk to them a little bit and get their spirit together. Now, this had to be more than four or five men because it said they were all around the house. So maybe they had two on the back, two on the front, two on this side, and two on that side. We'll say they were in pairs of two. So that's two, four, six, eight. All these men, all they could see was having sex with the Levite, the husband to the concubine. But remember, in the beginning, I'm going to go back now. I'm going I'm, I'm to show you what happened when we go out and we do these things. The 19th verse, 19th chapter of Judges, the Levites' concubine, that's what it's about. And it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote mountains of Ephraim. He took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem and Judah. But his concubine played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judea and was there four whole months. Now, what did she do? She played the harlot against her husband. Same thing Goma did. Goma played the harlot. Hey, um, you see it right there? You know, this, this, you know, what I want to do? Your phone is muffled because you got it. You got it. You got it. Hold on, your phone is muffled. That's the name of the phone. Oh, you're talking to somebody else. 
Okay. She played the harlot. Now, what brought about this this this, this reading and teaching? That I was going down Bissonette, Houston, Texas. That is a red light district. I always turn and go down the side of the freeway because I don't even need to look at the scene. If I don't want to be partaker of it, what am I looking for? So go another way. So I go down the side, and as I begin to look at those whores standing out there, I begin to see babies, young girls, probably 15, hopefully they ain't any younger, but the spirit of hoarding. Then my mind began to go back to thinking that maybe that is the lifestyle that they were brought up in. You know, if you come out of a family, not not to say that you can't be redeemed, because the Elohim, he's able to redeem us from every curse of the enemy. Some of us, we won't be redeemed because of what we do. Some of us, yes, we love him. Some of us, we love him. And he loves us all. But all on the same token, we must obey. We can't be just doing no anything. We need to obey. There are rules and regulations. They may didn't give you nothing when you brought your child home from the from the doctor. But there are rules and regulations in raising a child. Now, if you've done all you can and then that child get up and they choose to go a horn on the father, it's like Shama. Every day I talk to her about this word. And I say, Shama, when you don't do the word, then you're doing you. I told her yesterday, you're doing, you can't do him for doing you. I'm not going to be doing me. I'm going to keep doing him. Elohim. If I can do him, he can stop the me. These men uh here in this city. In the second verse of the nineteenth chapter of Judges, but his concubine played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judea and was there for four whole months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. The father of the young woman saw him. He was glad to meet him. Now, his father-in-law now his father-in-law, the young woman's father, detained him, and he stayed with him three days so that they ate and drunk and lodged there. 
Then it came to pass on the fourth day that he got up early in the morning. He was getting ready to depart. Uh, and the father-in-law, again, you know, told him, you know, refresh his heart with a morsel of bread and afterward go thy way. So they said, and, and the two of them ate and drank together. Then the young woman, young woman's father said to him, please be content to stay all night. So he kept, he, you know, he kept staying there. And he was ready to go. He got his he's got his concubine. He got what he what he was looking for, and now he's ready to leave. Go down to the night verse. And when the man stood to depart, he and his concubine, his servant, and his father in law, the young woman's father said to him, Look, the day is now drawing toward evening. Please spend the night. Didn't want him traveling in the night. See the day is coming to an end. Lord year. That your heart may be married tomorrow, go your way, when early, so that you may get home. However, the man was not willing to spend the night, so he rose and departed and came opposite of Jebus, that is, in Jerusalem, with him were the two south donkeys and the concubines and all that, they were all together. For verse 12. But his master said to him, well, we will not, you know, uh, one of the servants was trying to get him to stop. Go, you know, go so they can get some rest. He said, no, we ain't going to do that. We're not going to, you know, go to no strangers' house. We're not going to mix with these strangers. And our sons and daughters are so crazy, they get with any woman, and any woman get with any man. The Arabics and the Israelites and all of them, whatever you are, they just get the Mennonites, any whatever, they all go outside their race and everything, and God told us not to do that. So he said in, in the 13th verse, so he said to the servant, come, let us draw near to one of these places and spend the night and give ad on uh, Roman. Roma. And they passed by and went that way, and the sun went down on them. They'll give ad. Gibeon. Gibeon, which belongs to Benjamin. Remember, Benjamin is one of the tribes of Israel. That's his brother. They turned aside there to go into large in Gibeon. And when he went in to sit down in the open square, now they're out there in the square, in the marketplace, where everybody can see him sit down out there. They can see that they're strangers journeying. I don't know where it would have been safer to stay out there all night rather than go to the old man's house. And when he... And when he went in, he sat down and opened square the city, for no one would take them into his house to spend the night. Sound like some of you people today here in Babylon, this land y'all call America. They'll let you in. But the Lord is faithful to his children. So it suggests as an old man came in from the work in the field in the evening, who also was from the mountain of Ephraim. This man here was from the same town that the Levite, the traveler, was from. So he entreated him. And he said, Where are the man of the place where a Benjamite? Now they were in the land where the Benjamin, Benjamites were. And when he raised his eyes and saw the traveler in the open square of the city, the old man said, Where are you going, man? And where do you come from? So he said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem and Judah toward the remote mountain of Ephraim. And the man said, I'm from there. He said, I I, I, I want, I went to Bethlehem and Judah, and now I'm going to the house of the Most High. But there was no one who would take me into the house, although we 
you know, we both have everything. We have our food and everything. We don't need nobody to take care of us. So the man said, But there is no one who would take me into their house, although we have both straw folders for our donkey's bread and wine for ourselves and for and for your female servant and for the young man who is with your servant. There is no lack of anything. And the old man said, Peace be with you. So the old man probably said, Shalom, shalom. However, let all your needs be my responsibility. Now the old man said, You know, I'm going to take it upon myself. Y'all come on in. So he brought him into his house and gave folded to the donkey. So the man began to you know, give the donkey what they needed, and then they begin to wash their feet, and they and they drink. Mm-hmm. As they were enjoying themselves, suddenly certain men of the city, perverted men. So, the spirit of perversion. You got to think about it. I don't see nowhere. I don't know what she said to her husband. I don't know what uh, what his concubine said. Was there any repentance or anything? But now, I'm trying to get to a point here to let you all recognize and realize if there's an unclean spirit in your home today and you started trying to get it out, you got to deal with the one that brought it in. See, he should have dealt with her. He should have had watched her and brought it to her attention. What she had done was wrong, you understand me, and brought her before the Almighty. They should have fasted, did whatever had needed to be done so that this perverted spirit that this woman was carrying See, we can't just blame it all on these perverted men in the city. We need to look this morning and see that the spirit of perversion was brought about also because she went out and played the harlot. The Bible says she played it on her husband, against her husband. He saw her, but then her husband went out just like uh, uh, Hosea. Went out and got his wife. He went and got her. And when he went and got her, it do not appear that it was for the better. Because look what happened. He went in, he got her. He begged the men not to break in the house and not to mess with the Levite, the husband. But then he brought out the virgin and the daughter. And when he did that, but the men would not heed 25th verse of the 19th chapter of Judges. These men, they didn't want to pay attention to them girls. The men would not heed him. So the man took, so the man took his cockabine and brought her out to them. So now the man that they wanted to rape, he brought his wife out there to them. And they knew her and abused her all night until morning. And when the day began to break, they let her go. So all this was against her will. Even though her husband, he brought her out there. He wasn't afraid of the man's raping him. Because why? Because when you have the Almighty on you, back to Deuteronomy 28 chapter, he said that nobody will prevail over you if you're doing it his way. 
back to doing it the father's way. And so they let her go. They let her go before daybreak. And when the master rose in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go his way, but the 26th verse said, then the woman came, when they let her go, then the woman came as the day was drawing and fell down at the door of the man's house where her master was, till it was light. And when her master rose in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out the door of the house with her hands, see, and went out the door of the house, let's see, hold on, and went out to go his way, that was his concubine falling at the door of the house with her hands on the threshold, had her hand at the bottom of the door jam. And he said to her, get up and let us be gone. But that was no answer. So the man lifted her onto the donkey, and the man got up and went to his place. He wouldn't leave her there, but he brought her back to her own city. And when he entered his house, he took a knife, laid hold of his concubine, and divided her into 12 pieces, limb by limb, and sent her throughout all the territory of Israel. And it so and so it was that all who saw it, no such deed has been done or seen from the day that the children of Israel came up from the land of Egypt until this day. Consider it curfew and speak up. So further over the twentieth, we'll talk about the twentieth chapter if the most high be willing. But what intrigued me, or what caught my attention, is that if you, by any means, are going against Deuteronomy 28 chapter, then certainly you are playing the harlot. If you are playing the harlot, you are going to receive your due just reward. You are going to get whatever you have coming. Sin has a price, and the price for sin, you don't want to pay. I have no part in it this morning. This is the reason why I preach the gospel, is because I need to have the assurance that Father, keep me. I can't keep my own self, but oh, he's able to keep us this morning. But if you don't have no word in you, you're just a tinkling symbol. You're just something making some noise. You know, I, I don't like listening to him. You don't want to listen to nobody that's going to tell you the way it is. You don't want to listen to no preacher. You want to be the one with all the answers. Well, you don't have them all. I don't have them all. And no sense of me sugarcoating the message. I'm going to have to give it to you like it is because the word of God said that whom much is given, much is required. If I sit here this morning and preach happy-go-lucky to you and don't give you the unadulterated truth, then who's going to be held responsible for that? 
You're going to be here responsible. I'm going to be here responsible. We both want to be here. I'm going to be here responsible for not giving it. You're going to be here responsible for not receiving it. So whether you receive it or whether you give it, that will be a reward. He will recompense. He will call us. Hallelujah. He will tell us, amen, what we need to be doing, and then he will require us of have we not done what he called us to do. I'm glad this morning that I don't have to sit around twiddling my thumb wondering what's going to happen for me, what's going to happen for my children. I'm grateful to know what's going to happen for me, what's going to happen for my children, what's going to happen to you. I know what's going to happen to you too. Because if you don't change your heart, mind, and ways, then you're going to be a perverted thing. And and and, 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 and if you're living a perverted lifestyle, lying, swindling, you know, if you live in this type of lifestyle, then ain't no preacher, ain't no preacher in earth, hallelujah, can't click. You know, child, I'm going to church. Well, you went to church, you ain't changed. You still come back home and you still do the same thing. Well, I got to go and open up the church. But you ought to have pride in wanting to go and open the church up. You know, well, I got to bring this word. I get joy to come here. You know, I'm not going to tell you I'm all happy and hunky-dory every morning coming here to bring this word. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, I'm I'm, 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 I'm rang to get over here and preach this word every morning. That is not so. It's a drag on me. Amen. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that, man, I'd rather be asleep. But since I can't go to sleep because I have to do what he called me to do, then I'm going to just do what he called me to do. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do it because I know that there is a reward. There is a reward. There is a reward if you do it. If you do what he called you to do. I'm grateful this morning. The Elohim speaking to my heart and teaching me what to do and what to say. Because without Him, I can't do this thing on my own. Well, I have preached the gospel. I'm trying to unblock the program this morning. So those that want to come can come.
Getting food to hungry older Americans cannot stop, and it won't. Hey, these are our parents and our grandparents out there. Let's start talking about how we can really get to the root of the problem. Hey, we hear you. Fighting hunger doesn't stop here. I'm working with AARP Foundation's Drive In Hunger Team to change the national conversation around hunger. Bring experts together and make programs better than ever. If you don't think we're in this together, when you think AARP, if you don't know our Learn more at AARP.org slash possibility.
I'm going to be closing out the program. Good morning, everyone, and I'm going to be closing out the program. I had to call back on the phone because the phone had decided to hang up. I'd like everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes. Lord, I thank you for another day that you have given us, and I thank you for letting us be able to wake up this morning. Lord, I thank you for doing the more what you do for us, Lord, and I thank you for all the things that you've blessed us with, and I thank you for letting us be able to come to you, Lord, Lord, with all of the little wonderful things that you do, and I thank you for letting us be able to have a roof over our head and shoes on our feet. I thank you for letting us be able to continue to abide by your name, Lord, or help us to be able to Every day we abide by your name, Lord, that we come closer and closer to you. Lord, I thank you for blessing us, Lord, with all the things that we need and all the essentials in life, Lord. That you might not give us what we want, Lord, but give us what we need. Lord, that if we don't need it, Lord, then we shouldn't go into it. Lord, help us to be able to Get away from worldly things, Lord. 
Lord, that if we love any, anything more than we love you, Lord, then we got to get rid of it. And help us to be able to do what you tell us to do, Lord. Lord, that if we just come to you, Lord, everything would be easier. And help us to be able to do what you called us to do. Lord, that we may be able to just turn and go to you. Help us to be able to listen to our parents and to do what they tell us to do. Or help us to be able to just not go into the world, Lord, but to do what you tell us to do. Lord, that everything we do, Lord, we do it for you, Lord. And Lord, that everything you do, you do it for us, Lord. Lord, bless your children, Lord that they may come to you, too. Lord, help the kids in the school system to come to you, too, Lord. Lord, that we don't know what they have going on at home. Lord, help the teachers, Lord, that they may have a good attitude today, too, Lord. But that we all just go to school and just, just have a good attitude and have a good mood. Lord, help us to feed into those who try to get us off track, Lord. Lord, that those people who try to give it or get us off track, Lord, you're going to do something with them. Lord, let us realize and let us recognize people who are only there to just bring us down, Lord. Help us realize and to see those people. In my name, Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray. And now God's children say, Amen. Hello? There's Aunt Deborah on the line? Yeah, she sure is. Good morning, Aunt Deborah. Aunt Deborah. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. I love you all. Have a blessed morning. You too, Aunt Deborah. All right, then, Shama. You have a beautiful day in school, Shama. Oh, yeah, Aunt Deborah. You have a beautiful day. All 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.